and welcome back to the Man Cave. I am your host, Devin Jennings. Just wow. Last Sunday, the Steelers played probably one of the best games they have played all season. And no, I'm not talking about the defense. I am talking about the offense. It just felt like that everything that the Steelers wanted to do Sunday, they did. The running game was by far the most improved I have seen in a while. For the first time all season, Najee Harris actually had an over 100-yard rushing game. Big Ben's decision-making was outstanding, throwing no interceptions. Now, the offensive line, they also did have a good game as well. They did allow Ben to get sacked once, but, I mean, one is better than four. So, But I think they made up for that one sack by opening up so many gaps for Najee Harris and others to run the ball through. Defensively, they played a pretty, pretty good game. They were dominating the Broncos offense basically the entire first half. But once again, the weakness to our defense is our secondary. And it's not a weakness because of we're not talented. It's just the weakness of inexperience, just because we have so many young guys playing right now. On Sunday, Cam Sutton, our original starting corner, he couldn't play because of, I believe, a groin injury he suffered during practice. So young corner James Pierre had to step in and fill the role. Now, yes, Pierre did give up a few plays, most notably the 39-yard touchdown pass late in the fourth quarter to Cortland Sutton. But I am starting to realize with this young secondary, we can't depend on them to make plays every single time. We just need them to make the plays when they count. And James Pierre did by making that unbelievable interception to seal the game for us. But overall... The team played pretty well together. Now, the only question is moving forward. Is this just a fluke? Was this just a one-time game because we played against the Broncos, who were 3-1? But I have to note that their three wins did come from the New York Giants, Jaguars, and Jets that all had a combined win of 2-10 before Sunday. Once again, I have to ask, was this just a fluke game because we were playing an inferior opponent? Or is this what our offense is going to look like moving forward? Now, of course, we all have heard the news that Juju Smith-Schuster is out for the season with a shoulder injury. And I will go into that later on when I make my week six picks. Let's move over to the Sunday night game where the Buffalo Bills stampeded over the Kansas City Chiefs. I will say this about the Kansas City Chiefs. Their reign over the AFC is over. I just think that everyone is all caught up now with all the flips and tricks that the Kansas City offense likes to run. And now they're just another basic offense. For the last two seasons now, all Patrick Mahomes really had to do was just throw the ball deep to Tyree Kill and he would just beat everybody. But now everyone knows how to cover him now. So it's kind of useless at this point. I did not watch the entire game just because there was like a one-hour rain delay and I'm in college, so I had a class the next morning, so I couldn't stay up for the whole thing. But wow, did Josh Allen have one hell of a game, passing for 315 yards, three touchdown passes, and one rushing touchdown. As of right now, I'm picking the Bills to win the AFC East. 
just because they are the most dominant team in their division and the next best competition they have are the New England Patriots. And I can potentially see I can potentially see the Bills being the one seed in the playoffs this year. As for the Kansas City Chiefs, if they do make the playoffs, they will be a wild card team. They will have to travel, and I believe they'll only make it to at least round two of the playoffs. I am having a very bad day. Everyone, I don't know why I fell for this belief that the Colts could have beaten the Baltimore Ravens because Monday night I was bamboozled. Going into the game, I had a small belief, but I didn't really truly believe that the Colts was going to beat the Ravens. But then I saw the Colts first drive, which started pretty bad. It was third and I believe 15, 16. And all Carson Wentz did was throw it out to his running back, and his running back took it to the house. All Carson Wentz did was throw it out to his running back, Jonathan Taylor, and he took it to the house for a touchdown. So that gave me some belief of, okay, if anything, this will be a close game. But then I noticed that the Colts' defense, they were doing pretty good against Lamar and his, his offense. They were doing so well to the point of they was leading by 16 points in the fourth quarter. But this is why I said on my earlier episodes that even with all those injuries that the Baltimore Ravens sustained in the first few weeks of the season, they are not truly out of the playoff race until Lamar Jackson gets hurt. They are truly not out of the playoff race if Lamar Jackson is still playing. In the second half alone, Lamar Jackson threw for three touchdown passes, forcing the game into overtime. And of course, we all know with the NFL overtime rules, first person to score a touchdown wins. So it's a pretty good idea to get the ball first when you can. That's exactly what Lamar did, and he went downfield and scored a game-winning touchdown. Now, I know... For the past few episodes, I was I was hyping up Matthew Stafford saying he is my MVP, he is my MVP, but I might have to change that to Lamar Jackson, not because of the competition he plays against and still wins, but instead, it's how he competes against the competition and he still finds ways to win the game, to win the games. Let's move on to my week six picks. This Sunday night, we have the Seattle Seahawks flying into Heinz Field to take on Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I will say without a doubt, the Pittsburgh Steelers should win this game. Why? Because Seattle will not have their star quarterback Russell Wilson and Geno Smith will get the start. I will expect TJ Watt and all them boys to have a field day in the Seahawks' backfield. The only questions that I will have is about our offense once again. Are they going to improve upon the great game that they had last Sunday? And what is our offense going to look like now that Juju is out for the season? If our offense plays the way they played last week, 
And if our defense can hold them to 17 or less points, there is no doubt in my mind that the Steelers will win Sunday night. Leaving Pittsburgh, let's travel on over to Baltimore as the Ravens host the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Steelers fans, let me tell you why we need the Chargers to beat the Ravens Sunday. Right now, the Baltimore Ravens have a two-game lead over us in the AFC North right now. If we can win Sunday night against the Eagles and the Chargers can sneak a win in Baltimore, we will only be two games behind. We are already one game behind both the Browns and the Bengals just because both of them lost last week. I do not need to tell you that we have to catch up in the AFC North if we want to make the playoffs this year. But back to the game, I think this is going to be a huge quarterback battle of the ages. Both teams are currently leading their divisions. Now, I might be a little bit biased with my pick, but I am picking the Chargers to beat the Ravens Sunday. And to round out my week six picks, let's head over to Arizona as the Cardinals host the Cleveland Browns. Now, the question of the day is injuries. Who is playing and who is not playing? Currently, the Cleveland Browns are dealing with a few injuries with their star players. Jarvis Landry is not playing Sunday. Miles Garrett, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, David Njoku, and Jadavion Clowney are all questionable to play. If Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney are able to play Sunday, it will be an interesting battle between those two versus Kyla Murray. Arizona only has one noticeable injury, and that's Chandler Jones being officially out for the Sunday's game. If both Jadavion Clowney and Miles Garrett are unable to play, I think that will open up more running lanes for Kyler Murray and others to run through. So I will be picking the Cardinals to beat the Browns on Sunday. To round out this week's podcast, I have one My Bad Bro award. And that My Bad Bro goes to the Indianapolis Colts. Colts, my bad that I really expected y'all to beat the Baltimore Ravens. I should have figured that a 1-4 Colts team wasn't going to go into Baltimore and beat the Ravens. You were the chosen one! It was said that you would destroy it! I'm a Raven. He's on. Don't join them! Bring balance to the force! Not leave it in darkness! But hey, I'm not going to make that mistake again. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Podcast with Devin Jennings. As a sports communication student, I wanted to make my own experience for my resume, and this podcast is part of that effort. Every listen supports me, so please share and feel free to leave a review on the show. This podcast was written by and hosted by me, Devin Jennings, and produced by myself and Roderick Bishop. Again, thank you all for listening, and have a great week.
were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy it. The Marine is on. 